Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 99, presented by Parse Rum. When I say Parse, you say? Rum. Rum. Good job, Dakota. Can I interject very quickly? Yes. So I was doing some accounting. I was going to say this on the podcast. This is actually episode 98. We skipped. This is my fault. We skipped. We went from 86 to 88. We skipped 87. If you go back and look at the numbering. Uh, so this is actually episode 98. Hey, so episode 100 is now not next week. It's the week after. Honestly, that's good. It buys us some more time. I feel like I've been lied to. I, I didn't know. I, I was like, I was debating whether to tell you guys because I, but then I felt I was going to feel weird next week if I knew it wasn't really episode 100 and you and nobody else knew. So I felt like I had to say it. So hand up. That's on me. So this is the second episode 98. Yes. Eight, 98 part two. Still brought to you by Parse Rum because 98, the first 98 was brought to you by Parse Rum. The second 98 was brought to you by Parse Rum. And uh, episode 100 will be too. Here's some ideas I have for episode 100. You guys tell me what you like. Maybe the fans will tell us what they like. Fan questions. Maybe the Talking Baseball did a cool voicemail thing where the fans called in and they could ask them over a voicemail. Maybe we do that. It's pretty similar to a tweet, right? What? I mean, we get to hear the person's voice. You get to hear the person's. They like at. They play the voicemail for us live, and then we get to react for it to it. Oh, they're saying Zach. How about if you come up with any bright ideas, then you're allowed to shit on the bad ones. All right. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just asking, like, what well, the heck is. You didn't sound very enthused. I well, neither we did could... you when we were talking about being brought to you by Parse Rum. You were just there, like you were a dead fish. So, what did you have a lot to say? I said rum. Oh. Nice, you got me. We hey, could also Casper, shut up. <laughs> we could also have uh, one of our former guests on. We could pick one of our favorite former guests to have on. Episode 100, maybe a quick guest appearance. I also thought about a pizza party. I just ate Grimaldi's today for dinner. Oh, a little 16 inch, yeah. ate it all by myself. Can we all can we all have to eat pizza? Oh no, don't make me eat Grimaldi. <laughs> Shoot. How how's being in Arizona? It's fine. It's it's cool. It's warm. Good to be out of the snow. Is it strange? It's, weird. it's a weird place. I'll tell you what. The facility's a weird place nowadays, Ian. Zach, the days of us knowing anybody are gone. I know. 15 20 people in the whole building kind of wild huh isn't it crazy like you feel there's like a number of years where you feel like you know the staff like even as players kind of change like you feel like you really know the staff and then before you know it the staff is turned over and that's when you really feel old it there's two trainers left that zach would even know and it's james and logan there's no other trainers that I, or well, Chuck and Frange, but like of like the trainers we had, like coming up, like they're all gone. Like strength coach, brand new. There's like three. Wait, of the where's same Toby? People. He's with the Braves now. He's an assistant coordinator. What? Yeah. When did he get? I want to text him. Wow, I didn't know that. Like a month or month ago, six weeks. So there's all the strength coaches are different. Um, I mean, there's still like Clawson and uh, Dallas and like Corey still runs the minors, but like. 
from when Zach was here, he only knows Kloss and uh, Dallas. You know what's crazy? I don't even know who the big league strength coach is. No, it's some new guy. I didn't. Yeah, it's a new wait, guy. Wait. No, no clue who it is. Nope. Where's Shane? Shane left. Shane got an opportunity to go do something else completely different, and Which he left. was news to me when I came in because Leaper was like, yeah, like, did you meet the strength coach? I'm like, what strength coach? He's like, the big league strength coach. I was like, I've met Shane before. He's like, no, Shane's not here. I'm like, since when? Wait, what? Apparently, he quit last year. I've got no clue who the new guy is because we can't talk to anybody. So I have no clue who the new guy is. Not Ian. that we can't talk to anybody. No one will talk to us. Let me clarify. No one Ian, will talk to us. I had this idea today. Tell me if this is legal or illegal. So say somebody is injured that's on the 40 man and they go get an MRI on something. Say that person tells me and then, oh, I happen to be talking to PJ Higgins in the training room and like the trainers over here. And now they, you know, they just so they get the info, like, is that technically illegal? If so, if I put, okay. like not even like not even trying to be sneaky, but say literally like this, like say, say you I, like anybody literally has something and you tell me and then I tell PJ, is that illegal? As I understand it. If the injury predated the lockout, if it was something that was documented pre-lockout where you had something that was a little messed up and then you were like, hey, I got to go get this checked out. At that point, someone will speak to you about it. If you had something that flared up or happened post-December 1st, you're on your own. That's crazy. Because like the, the crazy thing is, is like, your trainers are just sitting here like, well, what do we do? Like, we don't even know what we're getting when this guy comes back. Like, we have no clue what's wrong with oh, him. Yeah. OP feels good when he's ready to go. Yeah. The trainers are probably so pissed because they're like, these guys are doing whatever they want. You have to trust the guy to do the right stuff. And then if they come back and they're beat up or, you know, you haven't been able to check in with them, they're overweight, they're not heavy enough, they have a, a, a limb hanging out of their chest, they're going to be like, yo, how do we fix this? You're like, you we know, have been just hanging out for months. We haven't now we have to do something. The weirdest thing in the whole building. Like, you like can't say your guys' names. I said, like, yeah, I'm living with Abbott. And they're hey. I'm like, what? I'm like, I can't say his name. And they're like, we're not supposed to talk about him. I was like, what? <laughs> are we joking? Like, All they're of, like, yeah, like, like you're actually, are these actually like, not supposed to talk about him. Are these coaches that are like just afraid to get in trouble. They are members of the organization. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> it was members of the organization. It, multiple people have said it. Like they're like, yeah, like you're like not supposed to say it. I'm like, I can't say the name Ian Hap in here, or it's whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa it's uh, so crazy to me that they. We don't. I don't want to get too far into the weeds on this because there's a lot of people that I like there, but it's crazy that the organizations. This isn't specific organizations have made the people that have worked with us for years and years and were with us as we came up, like so nervous to do anything because like, there's no legal ramifications. It's not like the FBI is going to come in there and start putting handcuffs on strength coaches and trainers. Like you, you I heard, we heard you say the name <laughs> in half. We have it on tape. You're fired. <laughs> it's not how it's not even legal. It's like, and I just don't, I don't get how that's, a problem like what am i doing wrong like if i say your name i'm like what did i what did i say voldemort like <laughs> that's what yeah that's what it's like 
Did they explain like what they're worried about? Like what is their, what is the consequence they're fearing for saying Ian's name or anyone's name? It's, I think it's just like frowned upon just to even talk about like the big leaguers or just like bring up anything to do with any of it. So I'm just like, whatever. I just won't. I don't. Are the pictures still up in the hallways? I haven't been to that side of the facility. I'm a minor leaguer. Literally. I haven't been over there. I, I don't know. Can I, can I say, I might go thing? check tomorrow now, actually. I, I'm very curious. By the way, Ian, you know who loves us, loves us, Danny Mueller loves us. I miss Danny. So much. I was sitting in the cafeteria today, by the way, I have no friends here. So I was eating breakfast alone and he's like, what's your screen time at? And I was like, it's only going higher, Danny. <sighs> I miss Danny so much. Somebody I would tell him that you said months. hi, but I don't think I'm allowed to. Yeah, easy, easy, Dakota, easy, easy. I'm going to say, hey, the guy that wore number eight for the Cubs last year told me to tell you hello. Well, yeah, just show him my, sil- the, my silhouette. This guy. <laughs> He'll know. Uh, I had a really good thought that I was going to take this in a direction. Well, qu- I mean, I don't know if we've, if we, like, to your point, you know, if guys show up hurt or with limbs going out of their chest, like you said, during the regular off seasons, I don't know if we've said it before, but like trainers and strength coaches check in at least once a month. Mm-hmm. So like they called, they were checking in probably with the Tigers at least twice a week or so. And they were just making sure leading up to the lockout, they're like, hey, everything's good. Everything's okay. Because once this happens. What? Twice a week? They would do it like Monday and Friday. What, like what was going to happen between Monday and Friday? The week It was like the week or two before um, the lockout. They were, you know, they were saying. Hey, you know, we're not going to be able to talk during the, um, like, as soon as December 2nd hits, this is kind of it. So, which is crazy because every team knew that they were going to lock the us odds up. be ever for in your favor until we get unlocked. So, <laughs> that's really what it was. It was a, it was a, hey, good luck because we're out. Ian, how does it work for free agents? Like, I was talking to Jason Adam today and he said he counted as part of the lockout. Like, or like couldn't be signed, but he was DFA'd. So like how, and I know certain other guys are here that were DFA'd last year. Well, if you're going to, if you're trying to sign a big league contract, you can't be signed. I don't think you can even sign a minor league one though. If you were on the 40 man, like, like Adam Morgan can't sign a minor league deal right now. I don't think. Because he came off because he finished the year on the 40. Is that how it works? Probably if you finish the year on the 40, then yeah. You're part of the, you're part of the contingent. If you finish, because if you finish the year on the 40, you're part of the 1,200 guys. If you didn't, then you're not part of the 1,200 guys, right? I like to not be part of the 1,200. I'm an outlier. I'm in, here, I'm in the weeds for you guys doing recon on what's going on. <laughs> I'm coming back and bringing stories. <laughs> they're going to get me caught. That's why no one will talk the, to the you. The Cubs are going to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I have said nothing bad to this point. I can't remember what, I, what direction I was going to take that in. Sometimes Tom sends us the ad read when we have an ad read later, and then I open it, and then I completely lose the Zoom, and I can't see anything now. I'm what? just messing. Now I'm just messing around on my computer. I'm gonna be honest. This doesn't sound like it's my fault. This sounds like it's a you problem. No, no, it's definitely your fault. Um, can we talk about college baseball? I put a tweet out there about these. This is something I started to notice in college baseball was the uh, quarterback's wrist deal that the it's a, I just want to say that it's a tough look in general 
even for the position players, because now when they do signs, they just give them numbers. Okay. We don't have to actually go through signs anymore, but now that with the pitchers, okay. There's some pitchers that are wearing this QB no. wrist. No, it's no. not just the no. pitchers. It's the whole team. The entire team has them. So the entire teams know what knows what pitch is coming. Wait, I'm it's like, also not a wristband. It's like an electronic, like no, Apple no, there's different, called there's like different a, ones. Wait, can I finish my thought first? Let me yes, finish sorry. my thought first. Sorry. They have, there's QB. So I started to notice it because Cincinnati and some other schools would do it. And the kids would either wear it on their belt, like on their belt loop, or they would wear it on their wrist. And so when they would give like steel, it would be like four. And then they'd look down at the card. Okay. Yes. Bandy took it one step further. And they have an electronic system where every player on the field gets a thingy to know what pitch is coming. What a crazy, give me your thoughts before I say some stuff. Give me your thoughts. And just let me say it's a crusty look for the people to be wearing QB wrists. But my initial reaction was what the hell are we doing? But I'll be honest with you. It's pretty quick. Like it flies. You literally just, in between pitches, it's sent in right away, looks right at it, steps right on the mound. But my only thing is, like, the pitcher can't shake. So it's like, that's what you're okay. throwing. Because you, the catcher doesn't even give signs. You literally just look in, just come set whenever you feel like it, and then throw the ball. Just look in the dugout. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, I don't like that one. I just think it's so dumb. Like, it's co- I understand it's college baseball, but it's like, when coaches call pitches, though, it is literally like, no matter what, zero, zero count, nobody on, nobody out, every pitch – is like life or death. And it's like, it's really not, it's like the 12th hitter. Like he's, there's nobody on nobody out. He has zero home runs in his career as a senior. Like just throw the ball down the middle. It takes so long. I don't, I don't understand why. I guess I understand why college coaches want to call pitches and want to be like, they think they can call a better game than the 19 year old catcher. But at the same time, it's like, the guys are going to learn the game of baseball. Like they have right. to call the game. And then you have catchers who end up in minor league ball, having never called a pitch, having never called a game. What? And they never, I mean, I don't think so. Right. Pro ball. It's kind of on your own, right? A hundred percent on your own. Right. And that's how the catcher gets better too. By learning. 100%, how to call games. Right. Right. In the, in the big leagues, like you, sometimes you'll have a coach, whether it's catching coach or a strategy coach or whoever, who the catcher will look over and, you know, if he, if he needs a pitch or if he kind of going in between two, you know, maybe he'll get a suggestion, but like definitely not in the minor leagues. You know, you but even, out. even in the big leagues at the end of the day, the pitcher can shake. Like he's the one throwing the baseball. It's like, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't feel and, confident and you call change up and he doesn't think it's a good pitch and he has no confidence, it's probably not going to end well. So, and I know like so the Tigers, the catcher's cards that they have, every team has them, but like ours is like, first pitch or like to get in the count like ahead behind and then to finish him then they have like the don't throw list so it's like everything is right in front of you anyway and i'm i'm pretty sure i mean that's every level every organization yeah but the yeah yes yes dakota can i ask when you were in pitching in college how often did you shake off like our pitchers how often are pitchers in college allowed to shake off if at all um, it depends on your school, but when, who I had, uh, I had Skylar Mead and he like, he, there was a select few of us that like could shake off, but I think I shook two times my whole season. 
because it was he was so smart one and two i was like if i shake off he, he he said it to us he's like you can shake but he's like if you give up a fucking hit he's like i you're done he's like you're never shaking again so it was like one of those like if i shake like i better be damn sure that i throw a good pitch so i shook twice i don't shake even in pro ball though if i get a catcher i like and like i trust i'm like sure let's go with it like because the catchers especially as a relief pitcher the catchers are seeing these guys all game and i'm like they know me pretty well like they know what these hitters can do like let's i trust it unless there's like there are certain times where you're really committed to one pitch but it's rare for me but i some colleges like vanderbilt it looked like you you can't shake like that's what you're throwing what a crazy system that yeah. you can't shake at all i respect the fact that it speeds the game up though i respect that i respect the fact that when there's a guy in second they're not given 18 signs and then shake like that's Big league slows down so much with a guy on second base because everyone's so afraid they're stealing signs. And you have, you know, the list of signs they go through takes 30 seconds. And then if there's one shake, now it's step off seven signs. Let's remember what's on the card, change the card four times. See, I, I'm living with Ben Leaper here and he went to Oklahoma State. So we watched like all three games this weekend against Vandy. There was one kid that did a fake shake. And I'm like, you have like they know you have wristbands on what do you shake shake shake? he literally went like this like looked in and he's like like what are you shaking they're not even putting signs down like they know (laughs) do you want to do you want a uh a new idea that i just had i think this is a good one okay when you're the runner this should this is so that we only have to give one sign when you're the runner at second okay you Mm -hmm. have to go like this and then the umpire will tell you when you can look again what about peaking? Is peaking allowed? No, the umpire will tell you. If the umpire sees you, you're out. He throws you out of the game. I'm back picking <laughs> while your eyes are covered. <laughs> uh, no quick pitching either. I, that's um, what I'm, see, I don't have a problem with the Vanny thing because it looked really quick. Like, I think it looks really stupid having that wristband, and I would hate to pitch with that wrist, even though I pitch with a whoop band on already. No free ads. But, like, I just would be annoyed in between pitches to be like, okay. I just think for the game of baseball, it's not good. But for the sake of pace of play, maybe it's good. I mean, for the game of baseball, we're already going electronic umps and triple A. Like, game of baseball is already going fully electronic, apparently. Yeah. Can I read you guys a tweet from uh, Trevor Plouffe, uh, who also tweeted about this? He brought up a, a point defensively. He said, especially defensively, guys like J.J. Hardy made a living by being able to anticipate. It separated him. Now it's going to be easier for everyone else. I'm curious what everyone else thinks. So I'm curious what you guys think about in terms of defensively, because they also get the pitch. So obviously that might inform you a little bit in terms of what's going to happen. Yeah, that was one, I think one of the skills of good middle infielders was being like understanding what pitch they were, what the sequence was, making sure that you were on with the catcher and the pitcher with their signs, like, that's a big part of it, and it does. It's not that easy. I don't understand the whole sign stealing thing because even as an infielder, when you know what the sequence is, it's not that easy to always follow along. And oh my like, god, be completely sure. Oh my god. So, Zach, what what do you think about that as a middle infielder? No, I I totally agree. But it's like you said, it is especially now with how complex some of the things are. It's like they switch. You, I mean, you have the card they give them to you. We have the same one that the pitcher and catchers have, like with the sequence on it. If they give like, hey, today's two is follow the two plus one strike plus outs, you know, something ridiculous. I'm like, 
All right, I'm kind of also worried about the shift. I'm worried about the guy in second right now if I'm holding him on. And it's like, yeah, I have to pay attention and know what pitch is coming or to the best of my ability. But like you said, if you're not absolutely locked in, you're ready, you're behind. I think that's just giving that guy the pitch without making him work for it is does take something, it takes an element away from the game. Because I would say, I don't know, I would say at least 50%, if not more, of the middle infielders in the big leagues don't know what pitch is being thrown. I would say more. I can tell you when I played second base for a few innings this year, I had no clue because I was shitting them out there. You're just sitting there like, please don't hit it to me. Please don't hit it to me. Yeah. Well, I was trying to convince myself. No, nah, I want the ball. I want the ball. And every every time we'd end three outs, I'd have to run in and be like, oh, thank God. That is the worst. You make an error early in the game and you're trying to trick yourself. You're like, no, I, I want another one hit to me. I definitely want another one hit to me. I was busy, was busy yelling at Javi about having to come over and catch any pop-ups on the infield because I got the yips with catching infield pop-ups. You do? Yeah, I got the I got the thing with infield pop ups in like 2018. You already said the word. Yips. You said it. Why do you a, go back B. to saying the thing. I'll say it again. B. I got the. I'm yips. afraid to say yips. I'm not afraid to say yips at all. It only gives it meaning. It's like Voldemort. If you're afraid to say it, it only gives meaning to the word. Good point. I think I I think I got a little bit better at it, but I I don't know. I had a real tough go. But you're an outfielder, no? I know it's not about the. It's about ha- going so from different. the big glove to the little glove and then when the ball's straight up in the air like just not quite being under it and then the little glove it was a bad combo it was a bad mixture and i dropped i was out there for i don't know a couple days and i dropped one and i was like somebody's got to come over here and catch these i can't i can't be over here trying to catch these fucking I, I can't do imagine could you imagine just being nobody near you and have like you don't move from second base to position I told him, I was like, I will not move. It's like, if another one of these goes up, like I, I don't, I honestly don't know why I'm in the infield right now. If another one of these goes in the air, somebody has to run over here and catch it because I'm running. I told Javi, I was like, I am running past you the other direction. If it, I am running away from it. <laughs> I mean, that's, come on. That's bad. Let me tell you something. The feeling of being in a big league stadium with 40,000 people and knowing if a pop-up goes up in the air, it's going to be a real challenge for you to catch it. There's not no feeling quite like that. That's uh, your plums are up in your throat. Just as soon as the ball your goes plums up. Plums are up in your throat. Plums. Like this is not like I'm going to. Oh, oh, my God. Ian, do you hey. remember the game I saw you? Yeah. I, the game I went to Wrigley? I think I saw one of your most embarrassing moments of the season, I would think. Do you remember? You, no. you you singled two runners on you single oh. you come around first you fall down the second run doesn't score because you got tagged out before the run scored it was yeah, a, it was I a tough one too they didn't know on the scoreboard for a while they gave the run and then they had to pull it off it was <laughs> that was tough yeah, tom, thanks, for, thanks for bringing it up tom Jeez. yeah tom what the fuck tom how quickly did you take your compound shirt off and throw it it was, it was tough because we were like we were there. I don't know this guy. And it was like ah, where real. I don't know this asshole. Who's this guy? <laughs> I can't. I can't remember who we were playing. Kansas City. Yeah, who was playing right field? I don't know who was playing right field, but I think it was a lefty, and I think he threw. He well, I know that he threw a heat-seeking missile at my face, 
and it, I was rounding first and I got a step or two past the bag. And because he was throwing home, the first baseman was kind of, it was Santana and he's at, he's sneaky. He's, he knows what he's doing over there. And he came, the ball was literally at my face and it freaked me out. And I tried to get out and it was heat seeking towards me. And I kind of tried to get out of the way and I fell over and Santana came and tagged me. Uh, who, right, what position you wanted to know? Left or right? Happens to the best of them. Who was playing right field? Uh, Hunter Dozier. No. No, it was Zach. Uh, that's your that's your division, dude. Come on. O'Hearn. O'Hearn. Yes, it was O'Hearn. Yeah, that's what I meant. The uh, was the outfield. But the that was tough to lose an RBI. Would have been nice to have one more RBI. And it was like I don't know if you saw it. They were because they were showing up the scoreboard. It was it like was real. It was so close. It was a great piece of hitting. Is what it was. Was, was a great piece of hitting. Um, Zach, you, know, you and Ian should have a gentleman's bet on who hits more home runs this year. Stop. You know you could hit as many. He just hit 25 in the show. I'm not I'm saying you're not saying you, you will you be there, but if you're in show. Toledo, those count too. Ooh. I'm uh, saying the whole season. We should have a stand. We should have a standing bet. You know, yeah, Zach's trying to be coy. Um, can I just say one thing about home runs? I have been following some of the college baseball. Uh, That's what I was going to say. The kid from NC State. Um, what the bad. fuck is that man doing? No, it's not what I was gonna he's going to he's going to get a DM in about fifteen minutes. Then we're going to talk hitting. Tell you what, I actually like his swing a lot. <laughs> I know it's great. It's really good. Really nice right-handed <laughs> swipe, but he's got five fucking pumps in three days. I think he hit three on opening day, then he hit a grand slam the next day, and then he hit a homer today. And They're all like dead center too. Our good friends at Cespedes, and the wind wasn't really blowing out like I thought. I was like, oh, the wind must be howling out. It wasn't. Our good friends at uh, Cespedes Barbecue, who is uh, going to be a guest on the pod. They started. What did, what did you call <laughs> backyard barbecue? I believe they uh, they started a thread. They started a thread of every homer he hits, and like when they get on a thread, they don't give up. Like every time Hoskins hits a homer, they tweet at him like, "Hey, nice homer, Reese." I think something like that. So they will not give up for every homer that he hits the entire year, and I'm very much looking forward to that. So, Ian, I heard you uh, received a package from Manscape. I did. It's the ultra premium collection. This is a new thing that they're doing. Oh, I already had. So we all got a package previously with the lawnmower 4.0 with the light. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about the light. Big but time. the ultra premium collection has uh, chapstick, which Ooh. we all love. It has shampoo, conditioner, two in one. You're going to need that chapstick when you get to AZ. Dry and a body wash. Oh, I bet. And I'm probably going to need the moisturizing body wash as well. Ooh. Does it moisturize, Tom? Does it moisturize? I bet it does. Of course it I does. I bet it does. Yep. Body wash to lather up. Lather you up and infuse aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. You know what I need? I need more infusion in my life. That's a wonderful combination. And there's a vitamin E in the lip balm. So if you're going out to Arizona to see spring training on March 5th when it's supposed to start, maybe get yourself some Manscaped. Total package. Lawnmower 4.0, though, with the light. That's a real with the light. Ultimate, with the light. Ultra, ultra premium collection. Ultra premium collection. Oh, do we have a code? 20% off? We do have a code. It's compound. 
is it twenty percent? Don't make me lie to the people. Twenty percent off and free shipping. Free shipping. Twenty percent off and free shipping with code wow. compound at manscaped.com. Don't forget about the lawnmower four point with the light and the lip balm and the other stuff. The light. I just exited out of my browser now, and I had a bunch of stuff up there that I wanted. You know what I just saw on there? It says it reduces the risk of ingrown hairs. That's kind of cool. Nobody likes an ingrown hair. Especially down there. That would hurt. What's the code, Zach? Compound. What does it get you? 20% off. And? Free shipping. Nice. Nailed it. Crushed it. Thank you. Do you think that some celebrations are a little much? Oh, listen. I don't want to be the old guy yelling at the clouds like Mr. Debbie Downer on college baseball. Like way into, especially because they didn't play two years ago. And so there's still a lot of pent up stuff. But like the, the, some of the bat flips. Some of the like, some of the pitchers like screaming at the other team, yes, and like the emotion of like a strikeout in the fifth inning. It's just like, what are we doing? And that's like, what I was like. We're definitely in the minority in saying that, but I was like, there's sometimes where I'm like, that's just like, like relax, like just relax a little bit. Like you, will, it's insane. I totally agree. I will say, though, there was nothing like college baseball where it felt like every game was the World Series. No, yes, completely. But I'm saying, like Ian said, when you get a strikeout in the oh, fourth yeah. inning One, and you're right. screaming at the other, like, pounding, I'm like, dude, right. breathe. Okay, it's right. not even halfway through this game yet. But, like, because we do – you do miss that, at, like, especially in pro ball. It's like – I'm not saying you have to fake, like, you know – because, I mean, the I don't know how to explain it. But, like, in college, it's like, hey, like – we're all boys here. Let's let's win, you know, and it's a blast. But then, like in pro ball, you know, it, it gets it gets like that, like when you're in the playoffs or making a playoff push in the first or second half. Yeah, and you kind of miss. I'm not saying you miss being rah rah cheerleader, but I just I was never that guy. We also kind of stunk, but I was just never like we didn't win a lot. But I was never like I don't. I just I still don't really get that fired up. But it's like. The, I, I know what Zach's saying about college baseball. I, I respect the passion. Yeah. And I know what Zach's saying. Like when I was in college, I would get a lot more fired up than I do nowadays. Like, yeah, dude, I, but I also was like the closer and I threw late innings in tight situations and like, I'd get fired up. But like Ian said, like screaming at the other dugout and like the bat flips that are like, like one dude use it as like a telescope. I'm like, dude, I saw that. I was relax. Like, like, it's just too much for me. I'm like, you can get like fired up and like, you could, I don't even care about bat flips, but it's like, they're making it into like a show now. And like, Ooh, who can do the craziest bat flip? I'm like, I don't need that. I saw, saw hey, one the other day with the hammer where like some kid hits a homer and then like everybody's outside the dugout. Virginia they've done that. I think they've done that for a few years. They've now. done that for a while. Right. Yeah. Is it, who does it? Mississippi Virginia State? Tech. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Yeah. I knew it was a red maroon team. I will say, though, hey, people are trying to make baseball fun. Yeah. And I can't. I agree. That. I can't. And that's why that. I knew like most people aren't going to like that we are against it because they're like, it makes baseball fun. I'm like, okay, but like, I don't even enjoy watching those celebrations because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's just too much. Of, like, it all like, comes you can down get to fired time, up. Time and a place. Time and yes, place. exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. sometimes where oh. I also I like things that are more. I like the you know the hammer of Thor thing. Fine, 
I like things that are stay on your team. Like you're not like you got to have some respect for the other side. They're playing college ball too. They got a chemistry test the next day. Everybody's got to, everybody's <laughs> got to go through the same grind. It's like, come on, let's have a little bit of respect. Everybody's That's going out will- for some Sunday night beers anyway. Yeah. I will say to that coach's point, keeping it on, keeping it on your team is a good point. Yes. I keep it on your, yeah. You know, if a guy's telling you guys to shut the fuck up, it's like, okay, yeah. And you should punch him out. Yeah. Tell him to go grab a seat and don't touch the radio. You know, tell him to go sit in the truck. That's a Rowan Wick special. I would like to say in the pen, I'd go sit in the truck and Rowan would be like, don't touch the radio. (laughs) I had never heard that until Rowan said it. I mean, either, but I love it. I hadn't heard that until right now. What'd you say? Sit in the truck. I hadn't heard that until the radio either. No, it's a first, I Rowan said it like two years ago, and I was like, I love that. Hap's gonna be screaming that from the outfield this year. Well, sit in the truck, touch the radio either. That's the I think that's the other thing that you kind of once you get to pro ball or the big leagues that you kind of like you don't you just there's too many people you can't hear as much like that college, like the little chirps and everything, like you could you hear everything, everything, dude. That's what no. That's what you said last year in twenty or twenty twenty twenty. Wow, that seems like so long ago. Have you guys watched any like twenty twenty highlights? Like I was doing something for, forget what it was. I was finding video and like if you pull up twenty twenty highlights now with just the empty stands, it it's so bizarre. Like going back and looking at it five years from now is going to be insane. Even some of the stuff early and on this. See, season. Yeah, they every, still do every it Friday night. I watch hockey and like they still. I want to say Vancouver. No, some of the stadiums up in Canada are still empty. Yeah. And that's weird to look at again. I'm like, they should have like a setting in the show or something where it's like COVID stands or something like that. (laughs) Empty silence. All you hear is the puck moving around and like, or you have like the pitchers or somebody sitting in the stands with the tent in the, uh, in the, in the, yeah. Or their dugout. (laughs) It'd be kind of awesome. Actually. Everybody's wearing masks. It is crazy to think that we did that. I know. I. That's insane. 2020 literally feels forever ago. Also, with college baseball, like, obviously, lockout, not a good thing. But with football just ending and this being opening weekend of college, like, I feel like this is the most I've seen people talk about college baseball. Like, it's kind of, like, blowing up. This because weekend. right and now like we cool would – matchups. Yeah, right now there would also be the pitcher-catcher content, you know, mm-hmm. be gearing up. A bunch of interviews be gearing up for – a couple of days away from opening day of spring training, which it's is now pushed like back it. to March 5th. As of now, which, is, happen. which is impossible. <laughs> the mandate, you know, the tweet, the team tweets, the mandatory pitchers and catchers throwing in the bullpen. And it's just like, oh, that sweet sound of spring. Yeah. I think oh, put that some one of on the pictures. Feet. Some of the pictures that are coming out about the lockout with like the chain around the baseball and like, uh, there's another one I saw. Shit. There's, I a, chain, there's a glove chain one I saw. It's just stuff like that where I'm like, what, what are we doing? Like, this is it's it's become a show. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Who set this there? up and Who took is, this yeah. picture? Who's taking this picture? Yeah, that's a really good one. Oh. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to uh, touch on around the baseball world? Around hopefully the rest this, of the world? hopefully this week 
turns turns a little bit for the boys. Yeah, we're everybody's hoping this there's some progress this week. I like that we're all supporting different uh friends of the pod, obvious friend of the pod over here supporting. We got John Boy, uh friend of our boss, and then your hat you're disgusting. Yeah, it's yeah. He's a self promoter. Yep. It's another you own stock that's self promoting. Yeah. What do you think? He goes, Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, great I will coffee. say, well, I was gonna say I will say I see those tweets all the time, but it's probably just because I follow you and you tweet them. So but I was like, I feel like I see connect every time I go on uh Twitter. Yeah, it's all over the place. Take over the by lock- storm. How's the lockout blend doing? No free ads, so you have to pay me. Okay. That's right. Yeah, it's been pretty good actually. This has been a lot of people have enjoyed it, and we've actually sent some bags to some different players, which is great. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a fun little. Zach, you ever got any Connect Roasters coffee? No, hmm. no, only Super Coffee. Oh, really? You got some of that? That place stinks. stinks. I hope they hear this. Stinks. Nope. Don't. Do I that. want it on stinks. My sister had some the other day. I go. I bet it tasted like piss. <laughs> she said it was really good. I was like, no. It's terrible. Don't drink it. It they is told really me good. They'd ship me free stuff, and I never got it. I didn't get my free stuff. Dakota, what's your what's your coffee? Oh, can I tell a little quick story about Super Coffee? And you should probably tell your boys over at Super Coffee, is that they were sending me a subscription to my place in Chicago forever. Once a week, I would get three, or once every two weeks, once a month, I don't even know. I'd get three bags of Super Coffee, okay? Nice. What's I that would, like to get I, super coffee? I would then put them. I would then put them in the lobby for whoever wanted them. But they have. Kept, I moved out of that place, and they're still sending it there. So you should probably tell somebody that they're flushing three bags of coffee. Hey, they're good for it. Well, they are but, good for it. But actually, tell them, Zach. You should actually probably tell them. I mean, whoever I tell, it won't matter because they don't deal with that. The I had something else going off of before I said the thing about the super coffee. Connect roasters. Lockout blend. Get the lockout blend at connectroasters.com. I love Parse. You love Parse. Rum. We should we should talk about Zach, where were you? You were giving me nothing earlier. What are you doing? I actually do want fans to tell us what they want us to do for episode 100, and now we have two weeks to figure it out. I was a little scared because I didn't know where I was going to be next week. It might be in between here and there. Uh, here in Arizona. So worst case scenario. Well, I guess it's not worst case scenario. Hopefully 99%. We can do it together. Ian. I think we should be able to do it together, but I really do. We want, we want people to tell us what they want us to do. And maybe I'm curious to hear some ideas people have outside of the ones you said. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I already know. We're actually probably not going to do this, but here's a good idea. We go back to the compound and we record from the compound. The Wi-Fi was not very good, not very reliable. It would be very difficult. You know this is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But maybe we Zach's can. also not here. so I mean, We could have a pizza party in the pool. Come on, Zach. Ooh. Remember, this, Zach. remember, Cinco, remember Cinco de Mayo? And we can golf, Zach. Ooh. Wow. Cinco de Mayo. Wow. All right, this is let's do Sloan screen time. I was going to say something about Sloan screen time, and you know what I was going to say about it? You think those Vandy kids are getting their screen time up with the pitches on the watch? That better count. Time. Maybe it's not good for the eyes. 
That's something Dakota would manipulate and be like, hey, coach, I can't look at it because it's uh, recording day, so I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm just going to play video games. Coming from guys, you. Do you guys have a uh, – Coming from you. I don't manipulate it. I just take the L every day. I kind of ha- have a high screen time. I, this is the thing I don't get. How was I on Google Maps for an hour today? I all of a sudden got in this weird spot where now I'm two hours behind Zach and one hour behind Ian, so that's not good for my case. Where did I – and I didn't even drive anywhere. What do you what do you what did you do? 441. That's really 641. If you yep. you don't get to play this game. No, it's what me and Zach do to you. <laughs> Zach? Hang on, it's coming up. Tom? 459. Suck it, Tom. Four, four, I 447. Beat you. Suck it, Zach. I thought I was gonna have a tough day. No. Three hour and one minute. You guys stink. You know, no. You know what's upsetting is you know that three hours is low. So you knew that wasn't going to be bad. We It's a little bit You're earlier gross. today, maybe. It's, only, it's you know. Uh, disgusting. How's your, how's your, real quick, that was Sloan screen time. Sloan, you know Sloan. I know Sloan. Sloan Mesa Park. Let's hope that people are playing baseball there at some point. And anytime that you're going to wash your hands in the bathroom, look down, you'll see a Sloan faucet. Just literally anywhere you go. Literally, or if you're a guy using a urinal. Or if you're a guy using your journal. Uh, how's your Arizona living situation? It's awesome. I live a, with uh, someone that I can't name and then okay. Ben Leeper. Really fun time. Yeah, it's a good setup. I got my own room. Um, it's a good place. It's nice. It's warm. It's better than being in the snow and having to go throw indoors at 75 feet max. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking about going down there no matter what. Because not that I'm not that it's cold here, but actually being able to be with Nico Sneak, some friends. Yeah, Nico. Uh, all right, that's episode ninety-eight point two point oh of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. Go to Benny's, get some Parse. Go to Specs in Texas, get some Parse. Make right, a bro. rum drink mix rum drink to get you through maybe pour the lockout blend pour a little rum do a little concoction get us there through you go. yep and you got your breakfast right there <laughs> exactly right uh we'll see you next week for episode 99.2.0 uh, as well and then episode 100 two weeks